Hello, 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 everyone. This is Dana Williamson with Bad Blessed Anointed Destined LLC, the original Bad Queen of the Round Table. I'm excited to be with you guys um, again with Triple Threat Travel Queens and to have my queens back with me. I am utterly excited. Um, this is um, a project we've been working on for a few months now, and we just want to share from our different niches, our different niche backgrounds, our different business niches, you know, how um, travel is being affected, what we can expect, and what we're doing next as a whole. And um, I know these ladies have quite a few things to share, and um, I have some things to share and a fear. A small fear, very, very small, very small. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, I am so excited to have these ladies back with me, Tamiko Perryman and Erica Shannon. I am very excited. Ladies, thank you guys for coming back. I know you guys have been busy and traveling and doing a lot of different things. How are you? I'm good. This is Tamiko. Happy to be back. Great. Um, did you do any travels? I think I know you were doing some working, a lot of great working. I can't wait to see what's coming up next, but I know you've been doing quite a bit. Have, were you doing any traveling? In traveling, I am. Um, I've been home. Um, the most traveling that I that I've done is around Georgia, just for work on on sets. So that's about it for me. Okay. That's, listen, that's not too bad. <laughs> not too bad at all. Erica, thanks so much for um, for being here. I know you have celebrated a birthday recently, so happy birthday. Thank you. I did. And did you do I, any traveling? Uh, I did. I went to Las Vegas for my birthday. It was absolutely amazing. Totally different, but I had an awesome, awesome time, and I'm actually looking forward to more traveling. So let's let's kind of um, extend from there. How was it leaving from Texas and going to Las Vegas? What did you have to, you know, how different was that compared to maybe two years ago? Well, the airport is completely different. It was more than halfway empty. I got through security super quick. Um, I had the whole road to myself going and coming on the plane. The plane was, uh, you could tell that they were cleaning it and they had people, you know, not in the middle, so every other seat. Las Vegas was unfortunately chilly, so it was the same temperature as Texas technically, but um, that particular weekend that I went for my birthday, it was real, I think when I checked it, it was like 90% availability. The following weekend, um, it was full. So people are clearly still traveling. They just didn't happen to be traveling that weekend. But it was, it was nice. I got to see a lot because there wasn't people everywhere like there usually is. Oh, okay. Okay, got you. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so there, you even though it was chilly, you had a good time. Um, 
awesome time. Was the hotel, like, was it full? Uh, not full, like, you know, packed with people, but was it just enough for COVID quarantine or not quarantine, but, you know, COVID stipulations and social distancing? I mean, obviously, you had a good time, but, I mean, you know, different than what we have seen before. Is that? So um, the hotel, we said it, the Bellagio. Oh. Uh, strict quarantine. Um, I actually was able to knock some things off of my bucket list. I had always wanted to stay in a penthouse, so I was actually able to do that thanks to COVID because the prices were much less. Uh, There were sanitation stations everywhere. Um, They were real on top of the six feet, like the majority of the machines had signs on them that, you know, said they weren't being used because maybe two away were open or something. So it was it was pretty strict quarantine. Even when we would go get something to eat, they were enforcing the six feet. Everywhere you went, you had to have a mask. So, I mean, they were definitely on top of all of that. And I felt, honestly, I felt safe. I felt like they were paying attention to what people were doing and how things were going, you know, trying to prevent the spread, even though you were there trying to have a good time. Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, because, you know, you don't want people to, um, you don't want people to feel like, hey, I'm going to go to Las Vegas and have a good time and then get there and they can't do nothing. So that's, that's like almost a blessing in itself. So that's good. And it's good to hear that. I'm glad you had a great time for your birthday and that you had a good experience. Um, do you think people that are planning should just, as, as you've stated before, you know, just kind of be prepared for all of the things that you do at home just to do almost double that you would do away from home because, you, you know, you don't, you don't know. You're, you're going around people you may not know. You're going to a place you may not have been to. So do you suggest that they just um, continuously just pre-plan? I think pre-planning is key. I think um, checking availability, which is, you know, online, when you're going to see how busy things are because they usually keep that pretty up to date. So checking availability, I think it's it's really important. Even maybe asking the hotel that you're going to stay at, like what is your occupancy at this time? And then, you know, pre-planning. I will say this, everything isn't open. So it's not traveling as usual, but there's still enough open there to you know, be be able to see things and maybe things that you couldn't see before, again, because Vegas is super busy, and right now it's it's just not. But everything isn't open, but there's a lot open. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Um, so one of my concerns, I'm glad to hear that because that kind of eases a couple of my concerns. One of my concerns has been, um, one, this new stream, this this strain, I'm sorry, it's a stream, strain of this COVID that they've been talking about. And my concern is that we already have been limited on travel. What is that going to, how much more limited are we going to be how much more underprepared are we going to be? Prayerfully not. And, you know, what does that mean for people who are who are just ready to go 
Um, I say that because I've had the experience of looking at people who are totally depressed and suicidal, if not have committed suicide. And some of it has come down, and they're young people, and some of it has come down to not being able to be social. So my concern has been, do we now change the conversation or add to the conversation that, um, yes, there's some processes you have to abide by. There's some stipulations you have to abide by um, for, uh, for COVID and travel. But if you're able to go somewhere, this is what you should do. And, you know, if you're able to go somewhere, you know, and you're afraid of going, you know, talk with someone ahead of time, counseling, you know, get with a friend, you know, hash it out, vent about your concerns. You know what I mean? Am I, am I saying this right, ladies? That, that yeah. you yeah, know what I'm I saying? Think, I, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and I think, you know, we, have, we all have been saying that um, in, in the beginning. And then when things, you know, when we first started, when we first started this, we were saying, hey, be careful, you know, prepare yourself. And I've seen the same things that you're talking about, like in the news where you see that um, that people are just so depressed and just over it after this long time that instead of just, you know, taking a breather and going somewhere and being really safe about it, they're ending their lives. And that, you know, so it's tragic to see that. So I, I really think that it's, you know, even after this long amount of time we've been talking about wear your mask, wash your hands, stay away from people, you know, keep your distance, it's still really important to keep saying that to people and, um, and just saying, okay, yeah, go, go and do what you need to do so you can take care of yourself, but just be extra careful. And I... Actually, I had to do that for my son because I had not let him go and work in the film industry since last year. He was Both of us were set to go and work in March um, right before everything shut down, and, and then it shut down, and I went back to work, but I wouldn't allow him because I didn't know you know, how safe he was going to be. Right. But, you know, the, the thing about that as well is the project that I did let him work on, it was one that I was working on with him. So where we were, you know, it wasn't like he was going to be off working on set and I would be off to the side waiting for him to get done working. We were in a, uh, We were on a project where we got to stick together as a family unit. And so I was I was able to say, "Hey, don't touch things unnecessarily. Keep your mask on until they say you are, you know, you should take your mask off for filming and you know, standing outside the bathroom like you wash your hands, right? Okay, here's the hand sanitizer that I have in my bag." So, um he was able to go out to work. And um you know, he I had to be able to let him do that and trust that um, he was going to be safe about it. And then, of course, I was there with my watchful eye 
because he had been in the house for so long. And so it's like, okay, he's got to have an outlet too. And he's got to, you know, I have to think about the fact that his mind has to have that release where it's like it's not, I don't have him living in a prison because of what's going on outside. Right. Right. So, okay, so really then the transition for him, the into, was it just one assignment? Was it did, has he had more than one assignment since then now, or it it's just it's been one assignment over two. It it's um I'll say it's been over a period of two weeks on the same project. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So we. Yeah, we, we worked in two different settings on the same production. So once I once we did that first week where we worked um, three days for this production, you could see how safe they were being and how protective of the kids they were being. So then I was like, okay, when they said that they needed people to work the following week for multiple days, then I was like, okay, I see how they're doing. And um, we actually, we during that first week, we actually had a little scare. Um, we were supposed to we were supposed to work uh, like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or something like that. We had uh, consecutive days that we were supposed to work, and we were on our way to do testing. Uh, no, we weren't on our way to do testing. We were on our way to go and work one of the days. And we got an email um, saying, hey, don't go to the set. Go and take a test because initially what they said was they had gotten a positive test from uh, someone on the crew. But okay. then they – so we had to go and test. No one was able to work that day. And then later on in the evening they came back and said, okay, it wasn't a positive test. It was an inconclusive test. But we had to we had to make the environment safe. We had to, you know, have that person go and 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 get tested again and then that test came back negative. So we did have that happen and I was like, Okay, hey, hey. So once they explained everything, it was like, Okay, this is what happened. Um, you know, I felt a whole lot better because they didn't just, like, power through, like, we got to get this done. We're just going to keep going to set. They're like, hey, nope, everybody stay home. Go get tested, and then we'll see you back when we know everything is fine. Okay. That's not, that's good. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. Um, so one of my, I think my other fear on that. Like again, we, like you're saying, having the conversation. And 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 Erica, listen, jump on in here whenever you whenever you uh, feel like it. Um, but you know what I'm saying, especially both of you. Well, Erica more so because I know she's she's doing her travel agent business um, consistently as well as um, Tamiko. I know you've done your travel agent business as well. My concern is, I think just as being just a person. Not not the market that I'm I'm gearing towards, but just a person saying enough. And with what you said about your son, um, Tamiko, working in the industry, I love that because 
there are a lot of people, and I just found this out like a little over a month ago. I went to one, a place that I know I usually shop and get my antiques from. Um, I talked to this lady, and she was like, her daughter doesn't leave the house. Her and her husband and their children don't leave the house. And actually, this was like right before Christmas. And um, okay. I, I was just like, okay, what are you going to do when you have to leave? You know, everything yeah. is just, everything is ordered in. Everything, it's everything. And my fear isn't, okay, well, you you know what, y'all good. Y'all, you, you know, you're going to be okay. See, not catch COVID and hopefully COVID doesn't come sneaking through the windows. But what are you going to do when you have to leave? So the flip side of my concern, especially when you're thinking about people that, that could um, be depressed or suicidal, and, 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 and by all means, I'm not saying that, you know, I, I will never say as a faith-based individual that those people just don't know God. Mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, some people just get frustrated and at some point they're just like, okay, Lord, I, either I need you to come and get me or I need you to change what's going on. And so, and I, and I said that because this young lady is a faith-based individual, but she is not leaving her house for nothing. Mm. So the yeah. flip side is, okay, well, how do you prepare? If, if on one hand I started with, you know, how do you extra say, um, how do you say in an extra sense to people, okay, this is how you prepare for your travel. This is how you prepare for getting on a plane, for getting on a train, making sure you have the hand sanitizer, the mask, all of that, even gloves if you want. But then how do you say to the person who's been in the house since March of last year? Mm. And this is February, and you have to leave. What do you say then? How do you how how do you that person right there may have created a, a phobia outside of COVID, of a phobia of people in general because of of COVID. That that's I wouldn't even know what to say. That's tough. It's been a, a long time. Like we've been, we've been in the house, but we, you know, we'll go out and get groceries. We order stuff in. It, it's probably like a a thirty seventy split. Like we'll go out and thirty percent of the time. Just right. and I know, I know it's like because you kind of get to the point where you're like, okay, I just got to go outside. I got to go. I just got to go in the grocery store, and, you know, maybe we're still, like, I I, I drop my sister off at work in the morning, and then I'll go in the grocery store then. And so that's like 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. That's still around those times where there are not a lot of people, especially with um, people going back to school and a lot of people going back to work. So it's different. And um, so I – I wouldn't know what to say exactly. to someone who has been in the house for nearly a year. Exactly. Exactly. Erica, you have um, anything to share on that? Mm, not really. Um, I know a lot of people that are doing the same thing. They just don't leave the house at all. Um, but I also know people that, haven't left the house at all and still ended up with COVID. So mm-hmm. I just kind of 
I, I don't know. I just kind of wing it, I guess, because, again, I know people that have not left the house at all and still have ended up with COVID. And I know people that are going like there's nothing going on at all. And then I know people who just refuse to go anywhere. So at this point, I kind of it's, it's a do what's best for you type of thing because um, everybody seems to be on a different wavelength when it comes to what exactly should be done. Right. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so then my next, this is my last phobia, hopefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> or not phobia, but issue. Um, so I don't know if you guys have heard, but last week the Republican Party for in uh, Wisconsin repealed the mask mandate. Oh, my goodness. I did not hear that. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Yep. Mm. So, again, our awesome governor, I'm just going to say he's awesome because he's, you know, you remember Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. And in Mm. all, every time something has happened against what he has said to do, you know, he continues to square his shoulders and say what he needs to say. And what has happened is I believe that each, the mayor for each city has decided, or and even the county executives have decided that we're going to create our own mandate, even if it's not statewide. So, so far, no one has said, you don't have to wear the mask. It is a mandate in businesses and, and in the different municipalities, okay? But my concern is not just the repeal. My concern is are they about to make Wisconsin its own little island shut off from everyone else because you said we don't have to wear masks, which means all these restaurants that are opening and not doing social distancing and not, you know, basically, I mean, it looks like people are going to clubs and y'all are not social distancing, but you got masks on and they might be hanging off your chin or on top of your head or something like that. And I'm just talking about Wisconsin. I'm not talking about anybody else. I'm just talking about Wisconsin. So with all of those inconsistencies, I'm looking at, I might just be doing, I I, I might not, no, I'm not going to say that because I know God will get me out. If I got to get, if I got to go somewhere, God will get me out. But I'm looking at everybody who don't know God like I do. You know what I'm saying? My fear is that people who want to go can't because we're this little island who don't know how to behave and listen to what's right. Am I? Man, that that is that is so wild. I'm I'm shocked that I have haven't seen that. Um, oh, oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm just passing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna because you know I I I have a kid up there and um if I especially if I would have known that I would have called like hey boy you better wear your mask but I know that um. I I know 
from talking to him before that he had been being safe and they had um i i think they had uh, a situation in their household where um his girlfriend had to well she was quarantined from work i don't know you know how that ended up happening she didn't have a positive test, but she had to be quarantined at home. And so um, when I talked to him during that time, he was talking about how safe they were being there, always wearing their mask. So I'm like, okay, good. Um, so now I know that I need to just call and check up on them and make sure that, you know, they haven't dropped the, dropped the ball on how safe they're being because of what the government has decided to do. Well, like I said, um, yeah, that perfect. To please do that cuz I want to make sure everybody's good too. But what what I noticed is that even though that happened, it hasn't hit Milwaukee. It hasn't hit Oak Creek. It hasn't gotten to the point where and it, it might have gone back to appeals, but it hasn't gotten to the point where people are all over talking about, "Okay, we're not wearing masks anymore." Because, you know, at the tax preparation that I do um every day, We've we haven't stopped. In the different stores I go into, they they're not they're not telling us okay yeah you don't have to, or or you have okay. an option to. They're stopping okay. if you don't have a mask on. I, you, no, I'm sorry. Nope. Bye. Nope. So, yeah. right. So like even Wabatosa, who their kids are going to school. The Wabatosa is a, a municipality in the county of um, Milwaukee. Even though their kids have been in school, they still have a mask mandate wherever you are. So none of those places have stopped. It's just that when you look at what happened, and this was a week ago, when you look at what happened, they repealed it. If, if they, I haven't heard anything about it going back to being appealed because they repealed it because, you know, they keep, they keep doing something to us. So Republicans keep wanting to shut down the governor, you know, and it's right now it's at a point of let's just shut down the governor, not, you know, we might die, you know. Yeah. So, again, so uh, the piggyback part of, or not the piggyback, but the extension of that goes back to I am concerned that we're going to be our own little island and not be able to go anywhere. Or be able to have people to come. Well, people can probably come in, but we can't leave. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's a, you know what? It's a, it's a stretch. But with everything that happened in 2020, it's not a stretch that I don't. It could happen. It could, it could still happen. They could shut. They could re- literally shut us down. Nobody could let us come in. Uh, you're from Wisconsin. Uh, no, stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. we'll, we'll, we can Zoom call. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with that, since that's the doom and gloom on my end, <laughs> anybody else, I mean, how is it in in your your how's it in Georgia? How's it in Texas? They still have obviously still have some of the same um, stipulations, right? The mask, uh, hand washing, obviously, but the mask and the social distancing, yes. In Georgia, yes, we still we still have 
those stipulations. Where I'm, well, I'm in, I'm in DeKalb County, and you know, so when the governor started trying to do what he was doing last year, our um, county supervisor um, was like, "Yeah, no, nah, that's not what we're doing here in DeKalb County," and. Um, yeah. They were they were out and they were handing out masks and sanitizer as part of their thing to say yeah we we're gonna keep it safe and clean and although um, the governor has made this decision that's not what we're going that's that's not the direction that we're going um, in and you know he did he did the same thing here like yeah no nah, we're not gonna wear masks it's not gonna be a mandate and. Still, our folks here were like, y- "Yeah, yes, it is." <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, we're we're there hasn't been any change here as far as making the rules more laxed as far as safety is concerned. Right. Makes sense. I definitely believe that that makes it's got to, you know, it literally, it just has to. It has to, because that's that's like the only way, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like literally the only, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, and this is going to take us into what you guys may have planned for the rest of the year. I know Erica said something about doing some more travels this year, and I know, um, Tamiko, you and I have talked back and forth about some travels that, that you plan on doing this year as well, um, whether it's for business or for pleasure. Um, we all have a, a – we consider being safe. We want yeah. to live another day. So. Yeah. You know, even if I, I would think, and this is just for me, plus I bought all these beautiful new masks, but <laughs> if they were to say you don't have to wear a mask again, I'm going to wear a mask. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. I'm going to. Um, I I have a bunch of masks. I have some, some face shields. I haven't worn them. I haven't used them, but, you know, that's more for um, – I think when I'm, of course, traveling more outside of just working at home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if if they were to relax the rules right now, I would I would still do the same things that I'm doing right now. Staying home as much as possible, wearing my mask, sanitizer, washing my hands, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. It is so necessary. I I feel the same way. Um, I stay at home. I don't do no extra hanging out. Um, I will continue to travel. Hello. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to stop my life. I actually am planned all the way till May. Uh, But I will, you know, continue to be safe. I will continue to come home and, and act accordingly. But there's too much uncertainty, and hey, gotta keep living. Yeah, yeah, you do. You, yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. There, there's not, there isn't even nothing more you can even say about that. I just, I totally agree. 
Mm-hmm. You have to keep living. <laughs> and so then, okay, so then that, that takes me into what's, what's, what's happening, ladies? This is February 10th. You know, we, what, what's happening? Yeah. What's, what's, what's going on? And what's, what's, yeah, tell me what's happening for the rest of the year. What are you guys thinking? What are, even if you don't have a plan, what are you thinking? Where do you want to have or what do you want to have um, accomplished as far as travel by the end of the year? Let's, let's, let's do that. And then, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so um, as far as a thing that I have set, I have set the Houston Cigar Week, the official Houston Cigar Week in uh, Texas in May. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Still have to get a hotel room booked, and, like, the the travel is not an issue. Um, The other thing that that we had planned also is traveling to California to shop for our businesses. So I'm looking forward to that whenever we can get that on on the books. And then hopefully I'm hoping to, you know, I need – I need to be by some water and not just like, you know, some some raggedy piece of water in Georgia. I don't even know where to go. Uh, I mean, not everything is raggedy in Georgia as far as water is concerned. You know, we're like three, four hours from the coast. So if I could do that or go off to some island somewhere, I would be completely satisfied if I could do those three things this year as far as travel. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Makes okay. sense. Makes a lot of it. Makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. What about you, Erica? What's going on? So I um I have a trip planned every single month until May, like I said. And I actually didn't say that part, but I actually went to California when I went to Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, the fashion district has really been hit hard by COVID. There were a lot of closed businesses. Um, it was actually really sad, to be honest. I am going um, back the first week in March, and. Um, I will be shopping for my business, but, you know, I wanted to go there. So what happened was I wanted, I always wanted to see this uh, Westin Hotel in California, and I traveled with my son. He met me there. So anyways, I wanted to see the one um, in the line of fire where Clint Eastwood was in the elevator. So we went over, we found that hotel, we stayed there, and we went to the fashion district. And that's how I found out that a lot of it was closed down. And when I say oh. closed down, I mean, like, closed down, not returning. Um, oh. Their hours are much less. And um, I had made my, up my mind then in, in January that I wanted to come back before more was gone. So that's how I ended up making the trip for the 1st of March. But, uh, again, I just I, I had a goal to, to still see all 50 states by the time I was 55. And so I'm still just, like, marking them off one by one. And, you know, I won't be gone for long, but this month I'll be gone for three days. Next month I'll be gone for four days. 
April, I'll be gone for four days. Um, the longest trip is actually New York, and that's because I'll kind of see it, you know, a couple of different places while I'm there. But I just feel like the opportunity is there. I need to be safe, and I need to take it. So that's what I'm doing. Well, that's nice. great. <laughs> it sounds um, really awesome what you have planned. I, and I, congratulations. I'm glad for you um, doing what you want to do and not being held up. I thank and praise God that that is happening for you. Um, thank you. And this is a plus um, between you and Tomiko because people will hear you got to live. You got to keep living. Um, business, ministry, life, you just got to keep living. And um, But be prepared. Go through the processes. Um, do what you have to do to stay safe. Um, you know, uh, even if you have a fear, you know what, pray about it, fast about it. But put yourself in a position to uh, live. As long as God continues to give you breath in your body each and every day, um, mm -hmm. that's what we do, you know. So I'm so excited and glad of that. I um, I have two plans and two possibles, uh, and it all depends. You know, I, I plan stuff, and God's like, I didn't tell you to do that. So <laughs> I always have to consider that. But I am actually planning on um, meeting Tamiko at the cigar uh, event in Texas. And that's so different for me So I, I that I have to go to. I have a retreat I'm definitely going to, and I believe it's at the end of July. Uh, I believe it's at the end of July. I'm not sure. can't remember now. But I have a retreat I'm going to as well. But there are a couple of other things I want to do that I, I desire to do, one for business and one to just know in my heart of hearts that it can be done, so I'm not sure about that one right now. But that's, that's my plan and still goes along with the theme of just living, you know, and, and pushing things forward. So I'm excited. I'm excited because... Here I am, waiting on some miracles to happen when the doors are already open to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. But um, listen, huh? Walk on through. Walk on through. Yeah, walk on through. Amen. Exactly. Thank you. So I think. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad. Thank you guys again. I, I know you guys are busy and, again, traveling um, when uh, that, at the beginning of the year. Happy New Year. God bless you guys. I am glad that we were able to get this segment done because this is really important because we come from so many – we come from different backgrounds. We come from different – we live in different areas, and our experiences are different. And this is really important for people who want to travel. So I'm glad that we've done this. And, again, and I know we're going to get ready for next time. And you know what? Anything can happen in a few weeks, right? Anything can happen, yeah. any kind of change, you know, but it's a blessing in itself. And so I really um, I really appreciate you all 
Is there anything you want to share, you know, uh, any business links or anything like that so people can get in touch with you, you know, maybe talk to you personally that you want to share so that uh, they can reach out? Or, I mean, if not, totally up to you if you want to do that. Well, my, um, my group for travel on Facebook is, my gosh. Girl, how can I Elite. forget the name of my own? <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, how can I forget the name of my own group? Elite. I was thinking you changed it or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> that You know what? It's, it just, it happens, and that's Okay. <laughs> Um, it's it's elite day trips. Oh wow! <laughs> so that's my group uh, for travel, um, just leisure travel. Um, so there uh, there will be things posted there about what is going on or what I'm doing. There's also the Elite Cosmopolitan page where there's, um, you know, where I post other things about travel, not just what I'm doing, but um, like stories about travel, what the airline industry is doing. So you can check that out as well. Yes. Erica? Anything? No, ma'am. No. Okay. Okay. Um, I add some things here and there to the Faith Travel for You business page on Facebook. Um, and the reason why I say here and there is because I always like to support other people and whatever they're doing. Um, I, too, will share what others are doing on that page. Um, I will start to share about the um, – the uh, cigar event in um, Texas, you know, just to have some more people even join us. But, um, yes, it's Faith Travel for you on um, Facebook. So thank you guys so much. And listen, let me also say thank you listeners. You guys are really listening to Triple Threat. We are um, – our listening numbers have increased over uh, the past 45 days. So I really appreciate you all for listening. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, Erica and Tamiko, thank you guys so much for even sharing and um, getting it out there because actually, Triple Threat is actually part of the Bad Queens of the Roundtable podcast, and Triple Threat is a segment in that podcast. So when you guys share the entire group, the entire uh, podcast, um, get supported some kind of way, but the triple threat, yeah, we have increased in listenership. So I'm I'm glad of that because that means a lot for you ladies, not just for me. And so listen, thank you guys so much. We are going to meet again, and again, anything can happen in two weeks. So thank you guys so much. We'll talk again. Thank you for tuning in to the Triple Threat Travel Queens. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.